0: It's Unstable be with Sarah and Maggie.
1: Please hold for an important message. Hi, you've reached Maggie's voicemail. I can't come to the phone right now or I'm choosing to ignore your call. Leave a message after the tone. Maggie, hot news, hot news. So, you know,
0: we are producing Yard of the Month, and in this short film, there's this fictional uh, garden club called Creekside Garden Club. Well, someone has created this whole platform, this whole campaign called Don't Join CreeksideGardenClub.com. They have taken out Craigslist ads. It's been in the Dallas Morning News, it's been in the record Chronicle, it's all over the Internet. So whatever you do, do not go to Don't
1: Join
0: com,
1: And this is Sarah Adams.
0: End of message. This is Unstable
1: Topics. Hey, Bestie. Hey, Bestie. Something completely unstable that we need to discuss, we have to talk about this, Mm. is the concrete walls that they put up next to roads and call curbs. These high, unnecessary barriers for our tires to hit whenever we turn is a problem it's upsetting i think we should do away with curbs i don't understand why they're there why they're in my way all the time and i just have found them to be very an unstable part of our infrastructure okay so when you said walls i thought you were talking
0: about like a wall you know a walls usually like eight feet tall six feet mm-hmm. you know give or take and then you kept talking and I'm like, Oh, you're just talking about a curb. You're just talking about the barrier between the road and a pedestrian sidewalk. And you're Yeah. Yeah. But they're what-
1: so they're so aggressive that they feel like
0: walls. But they're they're not they're inanimate. Like they're not capable of emotion or feeling. Like they're they're not alive nor are they dead. They're just a thing made of matter. To again protect
1: pedestrians i don't think they're protecting any pedestrians because pedestrians need to have the curb they have to walk in the part where the curb doesn't exist Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. it could be it could be a less steep barrier and it could be less into the road you know so you feel as a curb a normal curb that's probably what
0: five inches tall Four oh, inches, at tall? least, at least five to six. Can we just give this some context, Maggie? Because I really think you're just hot because you've had some moments recently where you've hit a curb and your son calls you out.
1: Yeah, I've hit many curbs. I hit curbs pretty much every day. I hit a curb. Every day because, you hit a curb? Because there's a curb by my house exiting on my way to drop kids off to school. One of the curbs. around the corner from my house there is a curb that i swear is just in the road it's just a curb in the middle of the road i you can't turn your car 90 degrees you can't just like be like and now i'm turned you have to go at a slight curve uh, and when you curve to make the right turn you hit the curb uh curb that is in in the way it's there and yes are my children – have my children noticed? Yes. Is my toddler telling me, good job, mom. Good turn when I don't hit a curb? Yes. And is that happened very few times a day? Absolutely, because I hit the curb every day. Because it is a wall in the road that should be adjusted. Surely engineers can fix this problem, don't you think? Don't, well, okay, look. Here's, the, here's, here's my hot take. It seems like
0: this is a personal thing because I, who I drive, I get in my car probably every day to drive, Mm -hmm. you know, sometimes several times a day I'm in and out of my car. I do not hit
1: curbs though every day. How many right turns? How many right turns? I
0: make a lot of, I make a lot of turns, you know, I don't just, right turns. Yes. Right turns. Like today, after this recording session, I'm going to get in my car, I'm going to back up, I'm going to turn Right. I'm going to turn right
1: again, and I don't I don't hit those curves. I want wonder- to say, though, I know your right turns, though, that you're talking about right here out of your neighborhood are nice, mm-hmm. almost like circular turns, would you say? Sure. Right? I mean, you're not, making, roads- you're not turning onto a rectangle. Well, I mean, the roads do intersect. There's not like – they're
0: perpendicular. What is it? They make a right angle. When the roads like intersect, all roads would make a right angle. I mean, I guess you can have like a merged –
1: Yes. Roads that's Merged. more of like this. Yes. Mm-hmm. But most
0: roads that where you have a right turn because
1: it's a right angle, right? And so mm-hmm. it's 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 intersects. And it sh- and would you agree that it should be more of a merge? I like your word merge. There, I think that's the key. Is I know, the merge I hate merging? Merge. Merging
0: is the worst. I'm going. to You're not
1: actually I- merging. I'm saying like you're not actually merging. You have a green light. You turn right, but your turn doesn't have to be like. And now I'm turning 90 degrees. It's like, and now I am slowly easing into this other road. I just, you, I do just you think feel the problem
0: like. Is, do you think the problem is, Maggie, that you're not going forward enough to then turn right? Like you think you can just turn right and then nothing's going to be there. Maybe you need to go straight before you then turn your wheel. You got
1: to go forward to turn a little bit more. I, yes. And when I do that, I don't hit the curb, but then I end up in the middle lane. Ugh. You don't want to it's, be in the middle lane. No, not when I'm turning right. I want to be in the right lane. Why? Because that's where you're supposed to turn. You're supposed to turn into the right lane. Says who? Driver Z. I don't believe that. I don't believe ah. it for a moment. Well, I don't believe it. How am I going to get out of this right lane and into the fact? I'm just going to merge right in there. Sarah, are you ready for a fact? Oh my gosh, I've I've ever been ready. Now is the time when the Pirates of the Caribbean ride at Disneyland was first installed. The engineers thought the prosthetic skeletons were not scary enough, so they borrowed real skeletons from the anatomy department of UCLA and dressed up the human remains as part of the amusement park ride decor. Yes, I knew this. Have you shared this fact with me? Nope,
0: haven't shared it, but I knew this because when I Google spooky facts, this one comes up very frequently, and I haven't shared it because I'm like, that's disturbing. It's so
1: disturbing. And
0: there's lore still to this day that there are real skeletons still in that Mm -hmm. ride because they have taken all of them out. They've replaced them. Slowly. Slowly, yes. But truly, they've forgotten. Some skeleton is still there. But yes, I was like, oh, yeah, I know this fact. I'm familiar with this fact. It's a great fact.
1: It's a great fact. Here's a you thought this fact was too creepy to share and yet you shared a fact about the origin of the chainsaw with me. That was that I feel like was an important public service announcement <laughs> because I think <laughs> people
0: need to understand the abuse women have gone through for centuries. For a doctor to think a chainsaw was an appropriate tool mm-hmm. to assist in labor, like that's not okay. But like yeah. as, I guess maybe it was It was maybe it wasn't a scary fact because now I'm like, well, yeah, okay,
1: they use skeletons. And I guess they're skeletons. I mean, they're from the anatomy department. It's not like they were gotten through illegitimate ways or creepy ways. These were bodies donated to science. And then they're like the science of fun. Sure. We're going to put you in Disney.
0: So I've never been to Disney World or Disneyland. So I've <gasps> never been on this ride. We've talked about this. We've talked about Disney World and Disneyland, how you grew up rich and were able to <laughs> go on vacation there. And I was not. It's expensive to take a family of five anywhere, it's
1: true. Yeah,
0: yet alone to Disney World and Disneyland. Mm-hmm. Like right now, if I wanted to take just my family of four, I feel like it would cost us like 10K easily. Right. Yeah. Easily. And I'm like, I don't. We talked about this and the and the plot was or the storyline was why spend that much money when your children will complain and not right. remember anything. Yeah. So, I've only been to Disneyland as a grown-up. All know. of this to say that I don't know how many skeletons are required for this ride. So while they were sourced from a university's what department? And like medical department? Anatomy. Anatomy department. How many skulls? And skeletons did they have on hand? I like, mean, were they just yeah. storing up?
1: I would assume it's, there's a lot. Yeah, in this they gotta ride. have a lot. And then they they had enough that they could be like, Yeah, sure, use these for your fun ride, you know? Yeah. Well, Sarah, are you ready to react? Yes. Let's do it. Disney engineers in the sixties wanted real skeletons, not some knockoff fake ones. What is something that you have to buy or use the real thing?
0: Uh, I think we've actually asked you this question before. I think I might have. Because I said toilet paper. Like no off-brand toilet paper. You know, I need to get the Charmin, the uh, soft and gentle or whatever because my booty is precious. But if you buy off-brand toilet paper, it's scratchy. No one wants
1: that. Your booty knows. Your booty nose. I did ask this question before, but it was with a different fact. But you already knew this fact. This whole thing is a flop. <laughs> this whole fact react was a big <laughs> dumb skeleton flop. You know this what I was, you know what it I, is. Ju- I feel like I just hit the curb. Yes. I so hit I the saying, curb on this.
0: You've hit the curb on this. That wall that you drive, it's it's walling you off. You're creative. God. Your creative flow juices just have been walled, curbed.
1: Talk about curb your enthusiasm. As curb, curb your enthusiasm. <laughs> I've been curbed. You've been curbed, Larry. David. I'm gonna pick it up. I'm gonna pick it up for this next fact. So you, let's do a little game cleanser, and then I'm gonna come back ready with a fact that will blow your mind. Okay, I can't wait.
0: Well, 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 it's time to take a brief break from all these facts and dive into the facts of our personal lives. Oh, really? Sarah and Maggie will cut through the airways with heartfelt true stories from the week. Okay, Maggie, um, we're going to take a moment and get a little bit emotional, get a little bit more in depth about who you are as a person, not just a podcast celebrity.
1: Mm -hmm. Some
0: people... May not know that you've created a business, several businesses, but one that is kind of being revamped is MJ Art Doodles because you're an artist, bona fide, 100% artist. You've made artwork for my house. One of your paintings hangs above my daughter's bed. You're legitimately very talented.
1: You are legitimately
0: very kind. I am. uh, Look, you know me. I'm not going to blow smoke. I will tell you the truth. And if I have nothing nice to say, I will change the topic to Real Housewives. (laughs) But my question is, I'm curious. So MJ Art Doodles was named after your first two children, and you created this after Arthur. Now that you have a third.
1: I'm curious, do you are you gonna go to rebrand it? Or are you just kind of- I know. I've thought about it. I I can't decide if it's easier to rebrand my Instagram, which has over 300 followers. Huge. Um, Huge. I mean it's basically humongous or my Etsy shop, which has sold over 10 pieces. I can't decide if it would be easier to rebrand that aspect of the business mm-hmm. or rename Robbie Doodles.
0: This is a, you know, it's probably going to be equally as challenging. One, you have to go through, like, social security office. The other, you have to, like, open a whole new store, migrate
1: all your customers over. You also, though, have sold a lot of pieces on Redbubble. I have. That one's That one's a good one. That's like a good fun sticker spot. Yeah, you can, I mean, but then what am I going to do? I have to change all these different places. Like it, it might just be easier. There's more than one site that has MJ Art and Doodles on it. There's only one kid that's not named Doodles. That's fair.
0: What would you change the business name to if you're going to have Robbie in there? And in, in, in theory, you could just
1: start calling Robbie Doodles and see if that sticks. I could. I could. Because, yeah, I can't think it's like MJ, that's Martha Jean. Mm -hmm. Art, that's Arthur. Mm -hmm. And doodles, that's supposed to be me. I'm supposed to be the one doodling, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, I guess I could do like MJ, Bob, art and doodles. MJ, Robin, Robin, the art and doodles. I could make, oh, I could make like a little little Robin logo. Uh Uh-huh. And it's like Rob-ert. I could do (laughs) it. It's art. Be- oh, I could do MJ art, art and doodles. That flows.
0: That really just flows off your tongue too. Yeah. And when people are going to try and think of your business, that's going to be
1: something that sticks in their head. Mm-hmm. Really I'm a well. businesswoman. Like I said, I've got. I mean, I've got so many Instagram accounts for businesses. So, but this follow one, them all. This all, one's in it.
0: In all seriousness, unstableness aside of the name, it's a you, you do great things, Maggie. You're very, you're very kind. You're very kind. It, the only thing it's not great is your third child is going to hold this against you when this company becomes multimillion,
1: makes multimillions of dollars. The twist is, the twist is, I'm going to give it to him. Ooh. He's going to inherit it. So, it's said here, it's official. He's going to have to communicate with all hundreds of my followers.
0: Man, oh man, what a special glimpse that was behind the curtain,
1: Sarah. Are you ready for a much better fact that you have never heard before? I am ready for a fact that is equally as great as the first one you told me. Well, wonderful. Around 8% of children have asthma and about the same are dyslexic. But one other common trait 8% of all children have is the ability to hear voices. In fact, Some studies show that 20% of children report hearing voices at some point between childhood and adolescence. Why are you laughing?
0: I turned my camera off because I felt like I was distracting you from things. And either I have read this fact several times. Gosh, no! (laughs) or Or I have done this fact. But this fact is very familiar. And I might—it might have been the sleepwalking. Are fact. you <laughs> I'm kidding me? I'm, I'm not.
1: Remember the sleepwalking I'm, fact yes. is
0: very similar. But I do—I it was in the same night. I looked at this fact, and I didn't want to say this fact because it creeps me out too much. Because
1: we're going to be talking about this fact in our homes, and it could spook something. It could bring up – some people are like, oh, yeah, you want to talk about children hearing voices? My spirit's going to start talking yes. like that.
0: Yes, because remember when we shot Girl Ghost Getters in your house? Yes. And we just – we disturbed a lot of stuff when we did that. And your house ever has since. never been the same. It's true. So, it's true.
1: It's always had – it's had a spirit lurking around ever since. Billy yeah, the
0: Ghost. I, I knew this fact. i read this <sighs> fact, and I'm sorry – I'm sorry, I read a lot of spooky facts, and I appreciate you trying to spook me, but I, here's something that you don't know. In our dining room area, we have our table, and in the corner, I have my grandmother's chair. This chair was at her house um, where my mom grew up in downtown Dallas, and like, it was part of this living room set, and the pieces have been dispersed over the years, and I still have one of her chairs and um it hasn't been reupholstered and it's on my to-do list and the chair it's kind of next to where annie sits at the table and annie sits next to me and lately annie has been turning her body to the chair which is empty and uh, talking to it so now she's engaging with the chair Mm-hmm. And then since she wants to get down and she runs her fingers, like there's a very intricate design. It's it's a Queen Anne chair. So there's like the wood around it. Mm-hmm. And she'll trace her fingers like around the wooden part. Like very engaging with the chair. One night at dinner, Jamie and I made eye contact when she was like mumbling. And we both were like, no, we're just going to ignore just that. Of that.
1: Yeah, she's definitely <sighs> – one of the 20% of children that hear voices. But she also sees them. So, you know, oh, that's special. That's, that's a little special. more rare. Well, are you ready to react? Yeah. I because Something I don't, you don't know. You don't know what i I don't know, know. what, don't know what this react is going to be. And I haven't asked you this before. I don't know. What the in re- these words. We'll, we'll have to see. God, if I've asked this question.
0: <laughs> this is episode 71. So we have had... And that's a just lot. that's just our the podcast. The minis.
1: Yeah, we've done even more. We've done even more. We've done hundreds of facts. So many facts and so, so many reacts, but none yeah. as interesting as this one. Late on me. Between one and two in ten children hear voices at some point in their childhood. What's the little voice in your head saying to you lately? Oh Maggie, that's a dark question. Is it dark? Uh, yeah. I mentioned it as a sweet one.
0: Oh, I don't have a sweet little voice. My voice. <laughs> <laughs> my voice inside of my head is like, Sarah, go do some stuff. Go, go outside. Sarah, finish the laundry you started. You can't relax until the laundry is folded. And then I'll go, Sarah, you can't, you can't relax on the couch until all the toys are picked up. Or Sarah, you have.
1: Episodes to edit. You can't.
0: You can't relax yet. You gotta. You gotta
1: edit episodes. So, would you say your voice is not saying "relax"? No,
0: there is no voice inside my head saying, "Hey, Sarah, you've done a lot of work today, just keeping two children alive. Let's just have a moment, watch Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, eat some M and M's guilt-free." No, that little voice doesn't exist, and if it does, it's been pushed so far down because. That- that voice Sarah don't eat those you're gonna
1: you're gonna not those aren't good for you why did that voice just scare me legitimately I was not it just interrupted the sweet little voice and I my heart (laughs) skipped like that voice gave me anxiety well I shouldn't have asked this question now I'm hearing that voice in my head you know episode 71 might be cursed this might be a cursed episode well you're welcome
0: that's it for this episode wasn't
1: that fun
0: now it's time for you to subscribe and follow and share this
1: episode with a friend maybe even your bestie find us everywhere online at unstable topics and for more antics visit us at the monthly junk bye Mm, bye peace you're listening to the geekscape network